0: Welcome back to It's All Geek To Me, a podcast where we discuss anything and everything geek-related. I'm Trey.
1: And I'm Tim. All right, we are back at it with part two of How I Met Your Mother. We started last week with talking about some of our favorite episodes and moments, and we're back to finish that conversation, because you know.
0: It's all geek to me. If it's a comic book or a comic movie, it's all geek to me. If it's some sort of game or a show on TV, it's all key to me. If it's a play or ballet, I agree. If it's a cloud, a song, a beach, or a tree, it's all, it's just a key to me. All right, so our last podcast went a little bit long. There was a lot more I know we wanted to talk about, and I'm excited to get through it. Like, we have the ending of How I Met Your Mother, a very controversial thing uh, to a lot of people. And then we also have the new How I Met Your Father show. And we wanted to talk a little bit about that. We've both watched through the whole first season now. We have our thoughts. And then also, <laughs> the other big controversy, I think, behind How I Met Your Mother is a lot of people see it as a ripoff or a spinoff of Friends. And I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the comparisons a lot of people make between these two shows and why I personally don't think it's justified. I think these two shows are very different from one another.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm excited to get into it. Uh, let's start off with the ending. So what do you think of the original ending, Trey? Uh, and those of you who don't know, haven't seen it. One spoilers, because we're be talking about the ending Two. The show goes for nine seasons, all about how Ted, you know, finding love of his life, finding the, the mother of his children. And then at the very end, the mom dies. And then after that, it's shown that he's really in love with Robin the entire time and goes after her one last time um, in the ending. And so that's kind of how the show ends. What are your thoughts, Trey?
0: Ooh, I, I have a lot of thoughts and a lot of like, personal attachment i think to these characters and to the ending itself um i enjoy it i i am not one i appreciate the alternate ending they made i i can see why people like that ending but i'm also a big fan of whenever an artist whenever a director chooses the direction they they want to go they have a reason for it and with how i met your mother they knew this was going to happen from the get-go. Um, they've come out and said like they, they filmed all of the children's scenes. right In one day. Yeah, in one day. And so they had it all planned. They knew Ted was going to get back with Robin. They knew the mother was going to die. They knew all this was planned out from the get-go. And I, I appreciate that because it really solidifies in my mind what the purpose of the show was. Yeah, it was called How I Met Your Mother. But it really was not about the mother at all. And it really revolves around the characters, of I would say the main one, Ted, of course, but also the other four. Like they, they all have their own individual arcs about their ups, their downs, life occurrences, and finding love. Like we have a married couple. Yeah. We have that form. We have Ted, who is throughout the entire series dating every every person that he can that he believes is the mother and the one. We have Robin who really doesn't want love. We have um, Barney Barney who doesn't really believe in settling down in love. And so we have all these different arcs about what truly is love. And then we get to the ending. And I think it's really pushed that it's not this romantic thing. Like it's not, there isn't just this one person. And I think that is one of the driving themes of the whole show.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I, I do really love when like a director has planned something out. I love when like a director or you know a writer or you know whatever has a plan from the very beginning, and it took you, like years and years and years to get there, and they stuck to that plan and it's shown throughout the entire thing that they have that plan. Also, I never really thought of it that way, the way you described all the characters and like the arcs of love. I never like that never clicked in my head. And as soon as you said, I was like, oh my gosh, it is. It's everyone in different stages of love or like different beliefs with love because you were talking about like Marshall and Lily, you know, engaged, dating. They only have ever really dated each other, only really been with each other. And now they're married and then they're married for most of the show. Ted, looking for his love the entire show. Barney doesn't care about love just wants one night stands and you know a list of girls that's you know that's all he cares about robin just wants her career to go well like i never thought of it that way like that, that was so interesting oh my gosh yeah yeah that's kind of just blew my mind there for a second
0: <laughs> it, it's one of the things that i really appreciate about the show because it, it isn't about the end goal for anyone it, it really is it's not about the journey yeah it's about the journey because like for me um So I met my wife my last year of college. And throughout my entire time in college, like, yeah, there were other girls that I liked. There were, um, like, I I tried the date. But every single relationship that I would either try to start or even thought I had a chance in, like, I learned something from those relationships. Like, there's something about experiencing that that I think helped me in my relationship with my wife as well. Like Mm -hmm. you learn and it's an experience. And I think that's what the show really pushes a lot is I don't think Ted really would have ended up with Tracy at the end. If it hadn't been for all of these other relationships that he had to go through and had to get burned by. And especially with the relationship he has right before Tracy, there's this very toxic one where he's at the point where he's like, I don't care. I just want to settle down with someone, even if it's this person, the psychopath. Yeah. And it's at that moment that he's like, I'm done. Like I am done just looking and I'm done like pretending that a relationship is okay when it's not. Yeah. And I think that's the, the spark that he needed in order to find Tracy and you can see that in every relationship. I could go through every relationship and what it taught Ted and what he needed to learn for Tracy. It's a really cool thing.
1: Um, yeah. It's, they, do, they do a great job of writing the specific relationships and all the things that Ted learns and grows. One of my favorite moments um, for Ted is actually his, and I guess I we're a little bit off the ending-ish. Um, a little bit. But it's okay. Um is the saint patrick's day episode yeah the um like bromageddon i'm trying to remember the specific name of the episode oh we like there's no tomorrow yep. i think it's like something along those lines for the name of the episode um and the premise of it is you know um lily and marshall are married so they're doing their own thing chilling barney comes to ted and says hey i didn't want to tell marshall and lily this but you know the world's ending tomorrow and we need to live like there's no tomorrow and have fun, and so they go to this club on St. Patrick's Day, have fun, go crazy, and Ted starts making some questionable choices. Like he learns that this one, there's a one guy in the club that um, has an open tab, and he learns the name for the open tab, and so he he starts just ordering champagne and drinks for this like off this guy's tab, and then. He does like some other stuff and then he finds out this girl that he's kind of been kissing and liking is married and like all this stuff. And so at the end of the episode, it turns out Marshall, like Ted got a new phone and keeps butt dialing Marshall. And so at the end of the episode, Ted has to listen to all these voicemails by himself and all the choices he made last night. And he makes a comment at the very end of the episode saying, that the mom Tracy was at that party and he could have met her that night. And he said, he's glad he didn't because if he met her, she would not have liked the man that he was then. And I just love that idea of we're all on a journey. And the show shows that the show shows that, you know, these characters are on a journey and yeah, they could have met that night, but Tracy would have hated Ted and the choices he made. So he had to go through this journey of all these different relationships to get to her to be ready for her
0: yeah and then going right back into like the actual ending so tracy dying the alternate a- ending is she doesn't die they have a happy life they they have the two kids but for me that's exactly the purpose of the show if if ted would have had this beautiful ending with the wife and the mother that we saw at the very end i don't think people would have sat down and was like oh yeah the purpose was this they would have uh, saw it as the purpose of she he met the mother they settled down they had kids and i think the whole for me when i watch the show every episode has an element of it of it's a journey it's an experience and life happens and it's all about moving forward and what to do about it i can name off five beautiful episodes of the whole series that have to deal with that one being uh, one of your favorite ones that we talked about previously with Marshall's dad Mm -hmm. life happens they could have easily just made it where his dad never died but it progresses characters and it progresses people themselves like I know those events in my life have changed who I am seriously and I really like the ending I love that they did have years and years and years of a happy marriage they did I think a lot of people forget that this doesn't happen right after they get married. This happens way down the line. Yeah. And I just, I think it's a beautiful ending to showcase that life is hard and things do happen and we have to move forward.
1: I agree. Um, And something I do appreciate about the ending as well is actually Neil Patrick Harris uh, went and was interviewed after. um, And, after the whole ending of the show came out, and so there was some controversy, and they, they interviewed him and asked him what he thought of the ending. And he said he loved it. And he was like, I personally love the ending um, because of kind of the reasons we were talking about. Life's not always clean. It's not always, you know, happily ever after. You know, we're all on a journey, and there are rough spots in that journey, and life's not always happy and good and as soon as he said that i was like dang that's true like life's just because you know you find the one or just because ted finds the one doesn't mean that life's just magically going to be fixed and be you know the best ever for the rest of your life like you're still gonna have hard times and you're still gonna have moments that suck and don't make sense and are just like oh you know and so i think that they show that in a beautiful way um but on the flip side, I do love the alternate ending. I think I appreciate, I think I'm in a stage of life where I appreciate the original ending more. Um, and I like the original ending more because of just kind of what we all talked about, but I do the romantic in me loves the alternate ending because I do love a happy ending. And I think, you know, as humans, we all love a happy ending and there are definitely times in my life where I've gone through this show and When I get to the ninth season and when I finish it, I'm in a hard, a hard season of my life. And so because of that, I like the alternate ending better because I'm going through a hard time and I don't want to be reminded that, yeah, life has hard times. You know, I want to be reminded of a happy ending. yeah And so I appreciate the alternate ending better Um, because something I do is every time I get to the ninth season, I'll watch the original ending and then immediately after that, I will watch the alternate ending. Um, and so yeah that's what I do every single time but
0: I also want to make note of the ending itself I don't think it's changed in the alternate ending but with the other characters as well the ending of How I Met Your Mother isn't just all about Ted and I think a lot of people once again whenever we talk about the alternate ending and the ending and if you liked it we immediately go to Tracy's death which is fair because that is the big thing about the show but like we I love the way it ends with all the other characters. I really do. And like Marshall and Lily going to Rome, I think that is a beautiful setup for like the rest of their life and him becoming a judge and things like that. And then Barney and Robin hot take, but I kind of like the way that it ended. If I had to change one thing about the show, it would probably be that though of this, but I do appreciate it. Because for me, Ted and Robin, as much as they they were good for each other, I never once thought it was a relationship that would last. Because they both were at very different parts of their life.
1: Um mm-hmm. Robin was Ted and f- Robin or Barney and Robin?
0: Barney and Robin. Sorry, did I say Ted? Okay. You did. Alright. I, I, I meant Barney and Robin. Robin is very much a career-driven character through and through, all the way until the very end. And Barney is not that type of person. He. It, it was hard to watch the ending sometimes and seeing them like, oh, they're going to last just because they had very different goals. Yeah. What I really liked is that everything changed for Barney when he had a kid.
1: I did appreciate that. That a lot, was too.
0: one of my favorite things of the ending. And it really solidified that Barney is a mature person but he needs a kick in the butt sometimes to realize, Oh, I'm I have to be this now. And I did like that. I really did. Ted and Robin getting together still I'm not entirely sure if I like. Um
1: Yeah, I'm kinda I'm on the fence about and I think that's where a lot of the controversy comes in, is actually more around Ted going back to Robin. And I kinda go back and forth on. Um I, it makes more sense in my head than it, any of the other times they dated because the main reason they broke up after the second season was that Ted wanted to settle down, have kids. And like you were saying, Robin was career driven. She ne- didn't necessarily want to have kids right then. She wanted to travel the world and see everything and be on you know location at all these amazing places. And she had to have those experiences first. And so it makes more sense in my head. But I don't know if I'm like, yeah. Yay. You know, I, th- I think the main reason I like it is because it, it gives a happy ending for Robin. It does. Cause the last two episodes are awful for her. Like when they start flash forwarding, I guess it's mainly the last episode, like after the divorce and everything, like her life kind of goes downhill for a little bit.
0: It does. And I don't know. Like I said, I'm still on the fence with it. It's one that every time I watch it, I feel a little bit differently about. And, positive like I actually enjoyed that I enjoy when a show makes me feel something different every time I watch it agreed uh, so ending I liked it I, I do prefer the original ending however I can see and appreciate the, the alternate one personally
1: agreed I think I'm right there with you I actually just started going through it again um, I finished up New Girl and so I started How I Met Your Mother and We'll see what happens when I get to the ending this time and how I'm feeling. So
0: well, let's jump yeah. to the new spinoff then or do you want to talk about friends first?
1: Let's try let's talk about
0: the spinoff first. All right so I think that I think that will be good. So going right after this it's been years so there was there was talks and there were development and then it went into development hell and then the show itself, ever since how i met your mother ended there were talks about a how i met your father and it never came to fruition until this last year and i will have to say it was almost random i didn't even know it was coming out and then it just dropped.
1: i didn't know anything up until like the month before and i was like wait is this actually happening like what And, like, also, like, I heard a ton of different rumors about this show. Like, as you were saying, like, it was rumored and talked about and wanted for so long. But then it, like, wasn't happening. And then it was. And then it wasn't. And I heard a ton of different, like, versions of the show, too. Because, like, what I heard was, oh, it's going to follow Tracy. And it's going to be, you know, they're going to go through the whole show. But following Tracy and doing her version of the story and they're going to bring back the original actress and it's going to be her growth to get to Ted and all of that. And I'm like, that'd be kind of cool. Even though you kind of did a quick version of that in the episode, it'd be a cool version to, you know, to see that. And then, you know, it, then that got scrapped and then nothing was coming up from it. And then it was silence for years. And then, like you said, this kind of came out of nowhere of just Hillary Duff starring in how I met your father. And here you go and i was like oh dang okay
0: and i think that kind of leads into my own take on it which is it came out of nowhere no one was ready for it and then it just kind of was there it it wasn't like i watch it and i didn't feel as if it was important like i didn't feel as if I was watching How I Met Your Mother, which I know it's a different show, but it's set in the same era, same universe. Like, we have some yeah. characters that appear it's in this show. It's a spinoff. And they try really hard to make you know that it's in the same world. Because, like, the laugh track is in this, it's, it's dated, and it's cringy. Like, for me, I watched it, <laughs> uh-huh. and I know How I Met Your Mother has a laugh track, but it's almost yeah. a charm of that show is like seeing it because it was made in that era
1: yeah this show it was an era not. that shift from um filmed in front of a live studio audience to a laugh track and that shift i felt like was done a little more subtly in how i met your mother compared to how i met your father if that yeah. makes
0: sense in the best way i think i've told you this before but the west best way that i've been able to say what this show reminded me of wasn't how i met your mother but it felt like an adult version of a disney
1: show and that's that's a bad
0: thing in my mind
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean like also like hillary duff actually does a great job i i think she does a good job in the show but i think it's funny they say it's an adult version of a disney show because she was on yeah a disney show that's true and so i think it's just funny um, but yeah, I kind of agree. It was just kind of there. There were some episodes that, like I, I enjoy the, like, the interesting things. I enjoy the characters. Like I enjoy, um, I forget her name, but Hillary Duff's character. Um, I enjoy Jesse, the so far main love interest. Um, and I enjoy the different characters within the show, but overall so far I'm like, all right, where are we going? Like what's going on here? And I felt like the show limited itself. Cause they had in the first episode, they had this party, and it was an engagement party, and the show was like, "And your father was in that party, and there was maybe like thirty people there, yeah, um, and half of those were girls, and so they were like, then they limited themselves to fifteen guys, and four of the guys were already in, like you know of already at, like in the show, and I'm like, okay, why are you limiting yourself so much now? Like, I think that was part of the fun of How I Met Your Mother was like ted would meet a random girl and the kids would go and when that was mom and he'd go oh no that wasn't her you know or he'd make a joke and that's how i met your mother and it happened to be like a stripper or something and the kids were like what oh my gosh he's like i'm just kidding which fun fact
0: about how i met your mother that scene when he meets the stripper and he's like and that's how i met your mother and they were all freaked out that was a hint that the mom's name
1: was Tracy because the stripper's yes, name was Tracy. It was Tracy. I
0: just realized that <laughs> and it's
1: so good. Um, oh yeah, I loved that. As soon as I watched it the second time, I was like, oh, Tracy, what? Oh, so, but yeah, so I felt like the, sh- the How father kind of limited themselves. It does. And, and so I feel like I'm that's like, ah. not
0: not a knock on the actors, the characters or anything like that. It's a knock on the writing because I agree there. And the other thing that they change is when you look at the flashbacks, it's not kids. You don't look at the son. You're looking at the oh, mom. No, you never see An him. adult version yeah. of the mom. And I think what we talked about with How I Met Your Mother, they had everything planned out. And they did mm-hmm. that. And you know they did that because they had the child actors and all that. And they, they had to have it planned out from the beginning. Yeah. They don't have to do that here. And- no. It feels that way. It definitely feels as if they don't have a plan. They don't know who the father is. And what I don't like about the show is not only did they say, oh, yeah, it could have been one of those people. Halfway through the show, they introduce a random character we've never met who's played by Josh Peck. And they're like, oh, yeah, he was at the party, too. He was at the
1: party. And, and it's so like, but you never saw him there.
0: Yeah, it feels very cheap where it's like, well, we can just say any character was at the party. And I was like, well, that defeats the purpose of you saying it had to have been one of these people at the party. Whereas How I Met Your Mother, like you said, it could be anyone because they never limited themselves and they don't have to backstep.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. And I felt so kind of shifting gears from the party to like callbacks, um, to cameos and things. I felt like some of the cameos were really good and some of them fell short. I agree. Um, I really liked the apartment. I thought that was really subtle and like smoothly done that it's the same apartment that Ted and and Marshall had and then Lily and Marshall had. And then now Jesse and his best friend have the apartment. Yeah. And I thought that was great because, you know, it makes sense that, you know, once – lillian marshall moved out of the apartment and moved into a home that they would probably be like oh let's list this to the like you know to the call like the college we went to let's see if anyone's in new york and wants an apartment however i like that cameo but that's all it is is a cameo they don't
0: utilize the apartment the same way that the original show did and i think that was a
1: yeah a downfall in this show i agree in that sense um, I want to see more of The Apartment. And I think, I'm wondering if we're going to see more as time goes on. Because something that, I think the reason we're not seeing The Apartment as much is because, you know, in the original show, Ted lived in The Apartment. And the first season focused a lot on Ted. And he was always at The Apartment. But now we have our main character of, you know, Hillary Duff. I forget her name. Her character name. So Sophia? Um, Sophia. That's what it is. Is it Sophia? Um, so Sophie. 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 Sophie sophie um sophie doesn't live there and so i'm wondering as time goes on if we'll like it will shift more towards the apartment with people moving or whatever like in how your mother um but we'll see and i'm wondering if they did that on purpose to kind of be like yeah this is in the same universe but we're trying to do our own thing yeah but at the same time taking a step away i think a spinoff
0: a a good way to do a spinoff is utilize the same locations but with new stories new actors new things like yeah right now it doesn't it did not feel like it's in the same world but it did when he was in the apartment yes so for me i definitely see that the big thing like i'm okay with the apartment but what they should have done and i am kind of mad about this they still have the show set in a bar but it's not mclaren's not mclaren's it's like that was the biggest like I think wrongdoing in the show because everyone knows how I met your mother based off the bar. And we'll talk about this in friends. Friends is known for the coffee shop,
1: the coffee shop. So like
0: if you had a spinoff on friends, you should still have the coffee shop.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And I think like, I think they even more missed the mark because the guy that owns, so one of the friend guys in the friend group owns the bar and he's like struggling to you know keep it going and stuff i think they could have done the same route with him owning the bar and made it actually even more meaningful as a tie-in because they had him you know he got a job as a bartender there got friends with the owner and then the owner when the owner passed away gave it to him yeah he could they could have done the same thing with carl and like carl the bartender you know and Carl the bartender could. They like even could have done a flashback to an old Carl the bartender, and could have been like, "Hey, my son. Because you know, you find out in the end of how my mother. He doesn't want like. He has a son. My son doesn't want the bar. He moved on. I'm gifting it to you. Yeah, and gives him the bar. And it could have been McLarens. Um, and so I don't know. Like,
0: there was a lot of. Missed I'm wondering
1: opportunities. if we'll see, there's a lot of missed opportunities. Um, I kind of like. Like the so the captain and uh boats 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 are in the show as well. Yes. And I feel like again their cameos are like alright. Um I think
0: the best one was was Robin.
1: I agree. I was just about to say the best one was Robin. I think she fit naturally, she fit in the show well. And it progressed her cameo her character was spot on in a very short it progressed amount her character. Of time. Yeah. And it, like it's nice because this was during the time of in between her divorce and when Ted's when Tracy dies. So this is in between that, that time. So Robin's actually in a crappy place in life right now. And so it was cool to see some, some period of that time with Robin yeah. um, during that, that time period.
0: I'm still going to watch the second season. I'm not, is in there going to be yet. a second season? Yeah. They announced there was.
1: Okay, cool. I'm, I'm excited. There's going to be a second season. Cause I want them to do better. I want to see where they go and I want to see if they can improve. I'm hoping that they realize some of these things and grow in that proper direction. Um, Cause even like we talked about it with how I Met Your mother, the first season is one of our least favorites for the original show. And so I'm hoping that this, the second season does the same thing with, with how I Met Your mother did and grows and becomes even better. I'm
0: hoping and. In- I think the other thing that I was a little eh about with the show is kind of like what How I Met Your Mother did, or I liked what How I Met Your Mother did. The first couple seasons, every episode kind of had their own story. It had its own unique kind of take on something, and it progressed character development, but it didn't, like, there wasn't an overarching arc just yet. Yeah. This show, I think, leaned way too heavily on arcs. And every episode, I felt like had to do something with this arc, and if you didn't, like it felt like bland. If that made sense, that does. Because like the Sophie's roommate, the entire season is just this back and forth between her and her boyfriend, and her boyfriend mm-hmm. trying to like be the out of town, like I don't know what I'm doing, and I don't know the terms, and I don't know the where I am character. And that's his whole arc. Yeah. Um, Jesse's sister is just trying to make her own mark on the city and find lo- like love herself. Jesse is just kind of this odd character that I liked, but I felt like was very bland.
1: And he did. I liked ha- him because he was awkward.
0: He was awkward, but he didn't really have much of a development in this season. You're not wrong. And I have to say my favorite character is probably the one running the bar because he had not just a... He's trying to plan a wedding and all that, but every episode he had something new happening to him. Yeah. He's the only he character that had something new every single season or every single episode.
1: Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed his character a lot and I, I think I liked his character. I think I'm right there with you. I think I liked his character the most. Um, And I think... I think part of the reason why I, I enjoy the show as this is something I was asking myself while, while I was watching the show and once it finished or once the first season finished was, did I enjoy the show because it was a good show or did I enjoy the show because it was linked to how I met your mother? Yeah. And I think it's because it was linked. I, I'm the, and I think I mean, that's, that's the main role. reason I enjoyed the show because of that nostalgia, because of that, you know, the, you have those moments of flashbacks and like, I'm always looking forward to that next, like, Oh, what's the next tie? time they're going to do? Like, I don't want to miss it. What's the next thing they're going to, you know, link together. And I think because of that, I was just, I enjoyed it, but we'll see how the second season goes. I'm, I have hope, you know, I want, I want them to do well. I think they've set the stage for some things and I'm hoping that it continues and we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. I'm right there with you. Now let's switch one more time, one more gear, to Friends: How I Met Your Mother versus Friends, and this is going to be a boy, big topic. I've watched both. Same. I will say I believe I watched How I Met Your Mother first, but I've, like, all the way through. But I watched some episodes of Friends before I watched How I Met Your Mother. If that made any sense. Same. I'm right there with you. So Friends ended i believe in 2003 it was in the beginning of the 2000s and how i met your mother began a year after it ended so there's a lot of division between these fandoms what is your take i should say on what one's your favorite why and what is your take on you have to like one versus the other
1: uh i prefer how i met your mother and I think that's because I saw it first. Like you like I'm the same way as you. I watched How I Met Your Mother all the way through first, and then I watched Friends all the way through. Um and then like I've I've always been like confused by the fandom, like the the clash of like, oh you can't like both, or you have to like one more than the other, or like, you know, like more of you can't like both. I get liking one more than the other because we're all gonna have favorites with things, um, but I think I prefer How I Met Your Mother. I just I like I like the story, I like the arcs. You know, it's a little more closer to like my age range, if that makes sense. Um, because How I Met Your Mother set, I mean, not How I Met Your Mother, Friends is set mainly in the '90s, and I was born, you know, m- later middle '90s, and so I don't really. Like I was a '90s kid, '90s baby, but I was a young '90s baby. Like I was four when the '2000s hit, and so how I met your mother in my in that sense makes more. I have more connections with, and like the jokes and things compared to n the, the compared to friends. Um, I do see the similarities, though. Like Joey and Barney, kind of being that you know, quote unquote, womanizing. You know. Playboy dates everyone, smooth guy. Then you have you know the married couple with Chandler and Monica and Marshall and Lily. and then you have you know the person looking for love, which is Ted and Ross. and then you, you have like Phoebe and Phoebe doesn't really compare to Robin really in my opinion. that yeah. that's not really a, a comparison there, but I see everyone else. you know I see I see where people go with those comparisons. But I feel like the shows go about the characters so differently. They do. Because Marshall and, and Lily are pretty much dating the entire time and get married at the end of the second season. Chandler and Monica don't start dating till halfway through the show and then are married a couple seasons later. And so they're not you know really together until over halfway through the entire show. And so that's half of the show that they're doing their own thing and kind of just friends and doing all that. And so I think the storyline is different. I think the whole premise of the shows are are very different because High Mary Mother, like we were talking about earlier with the, with the ending, the show is really all about finding love and how love, you know, it's a journey to find. And here's all the different stages of love within the characters and it's okay wherever you're at, and we're all on a journey, and we're all going to get to there at our own spe- our own speed and pace. Friends, on the other hand, is purely about six, five friends. Six friends? I think it's five. Um, five friends living in New York, going through life, and being a friend group in their 20s and 30s.
0: It is six. You miss Rachel.
1: Rachel. That's who it is. I think Rachel and robin are the ones that have the comparison phoebe's just kind of yeah doesn't have a comparison in harmony because they also shortened it see so yeah, it is six uh, how six friends are living in new york together and this journey and story that they have and just their friend group and i think that just is very fundamentally different
0: i think so as well i think the other thing that really differentiates both as for me is the way they handled the characters. Um, they're both sitcoms. They they are. like There's a laugh track in yeah. both of them, live studio audience. like It's fun. Yeah,
1: actually Friends is in front of a live studio audience, no laugh tracks.
0: Yes. And a lot of the show, the characters will do things that can sometimes be deemed like, well, I want to have done that, but they did it for the laughs of the audience watching it. So I'm not knocking that. Yeah. That's what a sitcom is. Any yeah. sitcom you watch, 100%. characters are going to do things that they wouldn't normally do. It's a TV show. Yeah. However, I feel like Friends does it more. Where like there's these characters who have these quirks, and like specifically like Chandler. Chandler will do things. I'm like, no person I know does that.
1: <laughs>
0: and yet, How I Met Your Mother, I can feel as if these characters are so fleshed out that they... I could see them like, yeah, you would do that. Yeah, that that is a direction that character would go. And they have these very big overarching like progressions. Ted, by the end, is no longer this hopeless romantic. He kind of is more in a place of like, yeah, there isn't really just one person, but it's love itself. If we're doing the comparisons, Ross doesn't change really ross from the
1: beginning i think he does a little bit
0: well ross from the beginning annoyed me a lot ross at the end maybe a little bit less but i don't think his real character changed much he was still the the know-it-all he still was the quirky character and he still had a thing for rachel the entire time he never lost any of that from the beginning to end
1: i see you there yeah
0: and i could do the same thing with the other characters um If we're looking at like the married couples Chandler and Monica versus Marshall and Lily, Marshall and Lily. Yeah. They were dating the whole time. They had this big arc of just, it was more, how do we have kids? How do we, um, kind of go about like the different circumstances of marriage and life. Whereas Chandler and Monica, like they were their own separate characters until halfway through, they finally became married and I, there is a change between the beginning and end with these two characters.
1: I think they have some of the best arcs in the show. They do. I think Chandler and Monica have, have the best arc, in my I
0: opinion. I completely agree with that. But I just wasn't a fan of their marriage arc. Because like their big oh, really? arc in the I marriage... I love that. Well, their big, I liked the arc that they had getting together and then getting married. Oh, uh, okay, okay. But once they were married, it felt like the only arc they had left was, We Want Kids. And it didn't feel as Mm -hmm. if they knew where they wanted to go with them aside from that. And it it was just a little odd for me. And then Phoebe and Rachel, I just don't see a lot of character development. Rachel.
1: Same with Joey. I mean, Joey has Joey. I I take that back. Joey has some, he matures. Um, But at the end of the show, he's, I feel like he's just in the same position of, Oh, I'm trying to be an actor.
0: Yeah. And I'm not knocking the show either. I do like Friends. I'm just I love Friends. That
1: I really enjoy Friends.
0: Friends is a lot more about the day to day interactions of of them. So like, yeah. every episode could be about something brand new, like
1: just completely which different. Is, which I will say that shows the time periods these shows came out. Exactly. Is in the 90s you didn't like even in the early 2000s when Hi My Mother came out, but even more in the in the 90s. You didn't have the ability to, you know, pre like record things like we do now or go back and watch episodes you missed. And so, to make this show successful or make shows in general successful, you had to do each episode was its own individual thing and had its own story. And you couldn't really do overarching things or long term things because it was a lot harder to do. Exactly. Because people had to watch every single episode and sometimes they missed. And so the majority of your show had to be its individual episodes and they kill it and they do a great job. And friends does a great job with that.
0: Yeah. I think friends and how I met your mother are probably in the top rated sitcoms of all time. Like they are. I agree. There's no getting around it. And it's really just about taste. Do you like that type of style of like every episode I can like, It's something brand new. It's something different. Or do you like How I Met Your Mother where it's like, oh, this is the Ted and Victoria arc. Oh, this is the Ted and Robin arc. Oh, this is the Marshall becoming a judge arc. You can actually split up How I Met Your Mother not by seasons, but by arcs of the characters. I feel like I can't do that very well with friends.
1: Yeah, I see that. Um, I see not being able to split the show into arcs um i mean you can a little bit but it's not as clean as i merry mother like you were saying like it's yeah, it's a lot harder I, to do
0: if i told you it's the ross and rachel arc you're like well which one
1: yeah exactly
0: or actually probably the best arc i could say and this might not even be an arc but the duck and goose arc
1: That's not even really an arc because they just have that for so much of the show. They have the, the the duck and the, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Um, I do see a lot of the comparisons, but I think the shows, like I was saying, are just so fundamentally different that you can't, I don't, uh, you can't say in my opinion that you can't, you have to like one and not the other. Um, like I don't get the 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 divisiveness. Exactly. of the camps.
0: It's more like I, it's more of just which one do you like more? It's not yeah, like which like, one do you hate. Because exactly. if, if a friend's rerun rerun is on, I'll watch it. I like Friends 100%. But yeah. But if I were to like hop on TV, go to a streaming service and like okay, which one am I going to watch? I'm going to pick How I Met Your Mother
1: because mm-hmm. I
0: just enjoy that one more.
1: Yeah. And I will say, I don't think How I Met Your Mother would have happened if Friends didn't happen.
0: No, it wouldn't have. And they even make note of Friends that in the show.
1: Yeah, Friends paved the way for a ton of shows. And I think Friends paved the way for sitcoms as we know it today. Yeah, like it Friends was changed the, first, the world. One of the first times. Yeah. And I will say, like, if you haven't on HBO Max, if you haven't gone and watched the Friends Reunion, I recommend it. It's super interesting. It's super fun. And like if you enjoy Friends, you'll enjoy seeing a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. And they talk about a lot of things and how they really changed the face of sitcom television without intending to do that. Like, they, that was unknown to them that this was going to happen this way. And I appreciate that because I lo- I really enjoy Friends. I love Friends. But I, I prefer High Married Mother like like you. And I'm very grateful that Friends did what it did so we could watch High Married Mother.
0: Yeah. And I will just kind of in closing remarks about sitcoms, I wish we had sitcoms the same way we had it in the early 2000s. Agreed. Because like, we don't have that right now. I think the closest we ever got is probably Brooklyn, nine, nine. Yeah. And I really Maybe like new Brooklyn.
1: girl, new girl as well,
0: new girl, new girl as well. But aside from those two, we really haven't had a lot. Cause like, I'm thinking I love psych psych is one that I would love, love to have a, a show like this again. Um, New Girl, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I don't know if I would put The Office in there because it was a little bit of a different type of sitcom. It's different. Um, yeah, those are really the only ones that I can really compare to like How I Met Your Mother and Friends. Um, if we're thinking Disney Channel, like maybe Sweet Life of Zack and Cody type era, but that was still in the early 2000s. That was
1: still early 2000s, yeah.
0: So we really just haven't had that type. Of sitcom in a while and I, I would like more of it really that's the type of yeah, tv same. shows i would sit down every week and i'll watch an episode
1: yeah and i think right now the pendulum is swinging and the pendulum right now is is on the side of like you have to have an overarching story each character has to have an arc you know throughout the entire season and it needs to continue that way and the storytelling for these shows with that and it's a streaming service streaming has really revolutionized the way we're able to tell those stories and made it really good and made it really cool. But every episode, sometimes the thing I appreciate about these sitcoms, all the ones you mentioned, most of them besides Psych are 20 minutes yep. now without commercials. And I love that. I love being able to to sit down and watch a 20-minute episode instead of sitting down and watching 45 minutes or an hour of an episode and it's like i enjoy the content but man i just want a quicker pace sometimes
0: yeah and i think we also are in this era right now where like you said the pendulum's swinging and hopefully we'll get to these sitcoms again but we're in the era where like you said people either want very very like long story arcs that every episode is going to progress somewhere or we have a lot of these animated shows coming out where it's like, well, there is no overarching storyline. It's just episode by episode and it doesn't change the character at all. Yeah. And there's no in between. And I think that's what makes a great sitcom is the in between there. You could put on a random episode. It could be in the middle of an arc, but it really doesn't matter if it is how I met your mother. For example, since this is the podcast we're talking about, We could be in Ted and Victoria's arc yet you jump into it and it could be an episode all about Marshall. Yeah. Like it doesn't necessarily have to revolve around the arc, but around the characters themselves. That's what makes a good sitcom.
1: I agree. Yeah.
0: That's a great place to end it. Yeah. Well, stay tuned for next week as we talk about something geeky. I don't know if we've decided what it's (laughs) going to be yet but we'll see it's a surprise to everyone yeah stay tuned for that Um, if you have any questions comments or anything that you want us to talk about feel free to message us on twitter instagram and also we're on spotify apple and google Podcasts, and anywhere you get podcasts leave a review and uh, give us a like helps us out a lot
1: tim take it away Yeah, we release episodes every Monday, Monday, Monday. Like Trey was saying, we are pretty much everywhere you can get your podcasts. Share it, like it, leave a review, do all those things, send us recommendations, because we have ideas, but we love to hear what you guys want to talk about, uh, or at least want us to talk about. Um, Follow us on Twitter. We're tweeting some stuff out. Yeah, we like talking about nerdy things. I don't know if you noticed that, but we like talking about geeky things, so enjoy the conversation and enter into the conversation through social media and stuff. Cause we'd love to have spread our conversation with a lot of other people because you know, it's all geek to me.